the topic of today is going to be about AI and technology and music, right? How AI will affect music, ways that we've never seen it affect music before, right? And I'm going to break down AI in a way for you to really digest what it is and where we're going with AI. One of the biggest aspects of AI and why it has been such a big like conversation recently is because of OpenAI with ChatGPT for my people that's under a rock out here. ChatGPT is just an area that you can put a prompt in and it will give you an answer to a question you ask similar to a query, but the answers are more in detail and you can respond to those answers, right? What's good, everybody? Um, Yeah, so today's topic is going to be a topic that I really wanted to get it, like dig really deep into. Um, one of the reasons I wanted to dig deep into this topic is because I'm, my background is in design and technology. I've been doing this forever. So um, I have a good insight about how it's going and like how technology is going to change our, our, us in the next couple years. So it's like it's going to be really interesting. And I, so I have a really good interest into like the topic of today. So the topic of today is going to be about AI and technology and music, right? How AI will affect music ways that we've never seen it affect music before right and i'm going to break down ai in a way for you to really digest what it is and where we're going with ai one of the biggest aspects of ai and why it has been such a big like conversation recently is because of open ai with chat gpt for my people that's under a rock out here chat gpt is just an area that you can put a prompt in and it will give you an answer to a question you ask similar to a query but the answers will, are more in detail and you can respond to those answers right it scopes the way it scours the web for all of these different areas that have those answers or forums and whatever and it gives you that answer and also the area of why ChatGPT became so popular has also evolved into another area where the, the conversation today is going is around artificial intelligence and how music and songs are being created. Um, Guru came out with a conversation that else, Guru came out with this post on Instagram that opened up this conversation that a lot of people were more were so shocked about when he put out a Jay-Z song. Well, I think Kendrick was rapping on it as well. And when you listen to it, without the context, you thought it was Jay-Z. Now, the weird thing about the song was Jay-Z didn't His lyrics weren't like Jay-Z lyrics. It was kind of weird. But the voice sound just like Hove, right? When you heard it, it was kind of crazy. blew your mind. Um, and it opened up this conversation about, like, yo, which had you, like, this whole AI aspect and, like, and how can artists protect their rights and things of this nature so as i'm like fully getting into like understanding it like i was reading the comments and one of the comments that wise intelligence wrote now wise intelligence for people who don't know, understand who he is he's from a group called poor righteous teachers really dope group out of the late early 90s they were out of new jersey really cool group they had one song called uh, the funky one like just check it out if you get a chance they're a really dope group but what he wrote in the comments were, soon robots will have more legal rights than humans. Attempts to minimize the encroachment of AI, machine learning, etc., will be considered robophobic, and those advancing such things will be called robophobes. The movement is driven much by capitalism, as it is the science and capitalism's endless pursuit to control the means of production, reduce overhead, and increase its bottom line. AI aids in eliminating capitalism 
higher expense in the cost of production slash labor, right? In a free market, the only thing that matters is free or cheap labor. That's why we have slavery. That's why people would have never wanted to pay workers, right? A single program can eliminate around a thousand laborers. Like a single line of code can eliminate thousand laborers. In terms of music, right? We're talking about music here. Eliminating the artist so eliminating the artist solves the same capitalism problem. The people, the pesky artists, the, the musicians, the managers, the lawyers, the graphic designers, everybody that aids into developing a song is eliminated as soon as you use AI. The most important part of this he speaks on is that we must change the laws to help protect the artists. Just like Guru said, because if we don't, the artists will be hurt in the long run and we'll see a whole aspect of the world that we have never seen before when it comes to like the, the amount of music you'll be consuming that you don't even know is coming from a human being. Now, that's a lot that I just said. I want you fully to grasp it. Most of us truly don't understand the idea of artificial intelligence. We just use it as saying, oh, the machines are just taking over the world. It's terminated type stuff. But one of the biggest aspects of artificial intelligence is that it comes from the aspect of code writing code. Now, when you think about it, right, I'm going to break down the aspect of code and computers so you can fully understand it. And if you want more into it, I'm going to go real quick over it. I won't bore people with it because I can get at times really deep into this aspect of it. If you want to learn more about it, have another podcast where I break down this whole concept. But initially, the aspect of code just came from zeros and ones. That's purely all it is, zero and one. And it's used as a way for humans to communicate with computers. That's basically all code is, is created so humans can communicate with computers. The term computer is, was created earlier, like in around the 17th century, as a person that computes, like a, a person that basically computes mathematical equations to another person, until mechanical, electronical computers were created. You think about the movie Hidden Figures, if you didn't get a chance to check it out, the women that were in Hidden Figures were writing equations down to make sure that the guy that was coming from like the moon was landing in the correct location. That was all a computer did. When code was first created, code was created so you could communicate with a device, electronic device. And the first code that we think of is like binary code where it was used in like SOS when you're using like Morris code, right? The first aspect of code was created with Morris code. Now, when you think of it, right, SOS doesn't mean anything. People for times like, oh, SOS stands for save our ship. All SOS was an easy way for you to write a Morris code equation. It's like maybe one one means S and zero 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 means O and then one one means S. It's just like a combination of a pattern of things that allowed a, to communicate with another person. So when you heard it, it was like doop 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 doop. That was basically all it did. But that communication, a person would hear and say, "Oh, this pattern means that SOS." Now, throughout time, programming languages, programming languages were created so people could communicate faster with one another through electronical devices. And as the computer became more important in this equation, more programming languages were created. Programming languages are just created as a way to give logic to the communication device. So think about it, a language, 
is a way for us to communicate with another person. If I speak English and you speak English, we can communicate with English. If I speak Chinese and this person speaks Mandarin, this person speaks, you know, we can communicate that way, right? Programming languages were created so humans could communicate with computers. And as more computers evolved and as we got into the internet, more of these programming languages were created. So when we think about this, right, through years and years of development from like the initial programming language, which was like COBOL, which is like common business oriented language, we use these ways to express ideas to other computers, right? And as more time went on and the internet evolved into more different areas, we had to create these different statements. Now, when you really think about it, all we do when we're writing and communicating with a computer is using zeros and ones through lots of different equations, right? Just lots of different ways, true and false. Basically, it's giving an equation and answering, asking a condition. So if the condition is true, it gives a, a zero. If it's false, it gives a one. And it's just basically giving us electricity through it. So for example, if I wanted to turn a light on, that might be zero. And if I want to turn it off, it might be one. It's a very basic understanding of it. So you can get a clear way to truly visually understand the concepts of where the zeros and ones get broken down into where we are with technology at this present time. Now, another way to think about it is we have various different ways to write specific equations and these different ways to write these specific equations and to give, to give the computer specific logic and instructions to do, we call these things algorithms, right? So all an algorithm is, is a instructions to tell you a computer to do a specific thing. And there's lots of ways to write a different algorithm. But what you want to do is write the most efficient way. For example, an algorithm in your head, if you want to think about it, could be walking to the store. If I go up the street and I make a left, I go to the store that way. I can also cut through this field and get to the store. What's the most efficient way for us to get to the store? That is all it is. And our brains think of these constantly, right? We have so many different ways to create algorithms in our head that we don't even think about it half the time. We're just constantly making these decisions and these decision points. When we're writing code, we're giving the computer these same specific decision points so it can, it can make decisions for us around a specific task we want that computer to do. That is the purest understanding of how codes and computers work. Now, while we're here today, is because through all of this, through all these statements and all these programming languages that we created through years, as time went on, we constantly did it the same way. Zero one zero one zero one is a long, was a lot of zeros and ones to create a small, small, like a small little program, right? So we had to create more and more languages that would cut it down, cut it down shorter and shorter. So we created assembly languages, and then from that we created programming languages on top of that, like COBOL, and then we created more programming languages from there, from C, and then we get into like PHP, and then, you know, for people out here that develop, you know, J JavaScript, HTML, we can get tons of different languages that were created from these basic understanding of programming assembly languages. Throughout time, we were constantly writing these and constantly shortening them up so it was easier for a person that's writing these code to make it more efficient for the computer that's taking it in. So if it's a lot of code, it creates lag time, it's more, it's it's heavier, you got heavier bandwidth, so you want to constantly make it light. So as you're sending this code through and you just keep and you want to make it easier for people to write it. So just like a word, like for if you want to think about it from slang, right? 
as throughout time, you might say somebody's lying. You are you fronting, bro? That's that's live. Are you front? Now people say it's cap. Like it just changes and evolves, and that's just like how coding evolves, right? It it is one way written then, and somebody feels like, oh, it's more efficient to write this algorithm this way. Then that's a, this coding language has come from that concept, and that's the view, vision of like how code has been created through a human communicating with a human to get to a computer. So human talks to a computer. We write the code so the computer can execute the equation. The reason that AI switched up the game is traditionally it was lots of code being cut down, cut down, cut down, cut down. To now, the artificial intelligence takes the code in and it feeds the other computer the same code. Think about it. We feed the computer code. And we have done it through history a specific way. Now that artificial intelligence can get fed the code and feed it to another computer, it can constantly feed it to one another. And the more and the smarter the computer gets based off of the data that's inputted into it through these models, it could become quicker and more efficient. So something that might have taken maybe a thousand lines of code to write can be broken down to like 10 lines of code because the computer is smart enough to know from talking back and forth with other computers how to basically grasp this information. The reason why ChatGPT came so popular is because when we were all locked in it in house 2020, we were feeding it, we was on verses, we was on all types of things. We were feeding like so much data because we were all on the computer. And this open AI model, that they created that was using us every every time we went on a website they were tracking us every time we speak to alexa they were tracking us every time we did on instagram or TikTok, they were tracking using this data and was feeding this intelligence and this intelligence now learned us and now can respond to us with answers so you're gonna chat gpt you write something like what's the closest store in my location that sells popcorn or something and it gives you all of these choices but then it also tells you what type of popcorn you want you can switch up like well gluten-free and then they tell you oh these are the gluten-free like it is giving you so much equations because it can answer and respond to the questions you ask now technology is interesting because it all works off of what a human wants to do if a human doesn't feel that the technology is advancing us it may backlash from it but if the human likes it, it goes into it. That's what we're doing, right? You can't tell the public what to do. The public's going to do what they want to do. Now, you can manipulate them like they constantly do through media and things of that nature. But if we really, really want it, we're going to go after it. And that's where it gets scary with AI and music. Because AI and music is changing the dynamics of how we listen to music and how music is explained to us. That has never done it before. So we might think of back when vinyls were out. Then the vinyls moved to tapes. And the tapes moved to CDs. And it was a time when we backlash on that. Because it was like, oh no, I want to feel the music. right? If it's on a vinyl, I could feel it. If it's on a, a tape, I could feel the music on it. If it's on a CD, it starts moving digital. Can I feel it? Is it real? And then now you just stream it. So is it still the concepts like, oh, is it real music? But we have learned to adjust to it. Technology will always make life easier for us. And if we want it, we will adjust to it. If we don't, we won't.
but we will constantly adjust to it. Like kids take pictures of stuff. The new generation doesn't even know what it was like before you could take a picture on a phone, right? It's like lots of different things that we don't fully grasp that is happening so fast that as a as a race, like we're gonna have to really understand, right? As a human race, we have to understand computers are being fed information that over time will allow them to keep linear thought, right? So no, no fear in that mindset. You only can tell a computer to do a prompt. It doesn't have the concept of consciousness, understanding itself. It doesn't have self-awareness at the moment. When it gets self-awareness, now we're in fear. Because self-awareness, which is a quote-unquote terminology we use in technology called a singularity, is when humans become the beta species and computers become the alpha species. I don't there's lots of different technologists that will argue about this. I don't feel in our lifetime it would be there. But who knows? It's, it's moving so fucking fast. Like, we don't know. So, to recap, all of the information that's happening right now when it comes to artificial intelligence was already happening years prior to this. Because we were feeding the model lots of information. Every time we went on the website that had cookies, we're feeding it. Where we are now... We're in the aspects of the public because they allowed it to be open. That's why open is in front of AI. The public can see what they have been doing for years. Now, what is the problem behind all that? There's lots of ethics. Now, these are my opinions. First was the factual stuff. Now it's the opinion stuff. It's ethics about, about this. I agree with Young Guru. I agree with Wise Intelligence when they say we need to change the laws. We are not going to be able to move forward. If we don't change these laws, right? I can think of ways to change it. Um, There's ways now if you get things that come in as fake. We call it fake news, right? It might tell you, like, this has not been sourced by this area. Or you used to back the right things and source this ways you got it from. So it's definitely, you know, you can easily do that with music. The music goes into a streaming site. They can go, if you wrote, first of all, remember this. If I write code, there's always code that can write that code to see if that stuff is like not real, right? So there's always somebody who can write another algorithm that says, hey, can you check this code to make sure it's not being fed from an artificial intelligence bot? So that's something they could do too. This song is not really from Rihanna, right? Or Kendrick or Jay Z or whatever, right? That's ways. And you can allow the public to make a choice of what they want to listen to since we're not going to be able to stop it. Now, another thing that we can do is, right, think about ways for us as a society to learn to embrace technology and embrace artificial intelligence right there was a time we were thinking about music you know, we didn't want to go get a cd from a store we wanted to feel the music we wanted to wait for the song to come on the radio now if you told a person they had to wait to hear a song on the radio or they had to go to a store to pick up the cd for that store they're not going to even fully grasp the concept of how they had to do it before because now you can just get on title or apple music and stream the song so it's best for you to embrace it rather than try to run away don't be that old man sitting on the lawn telling the kids to get off my lawn um and one way to look at it really um, i was watching this uh, show and they were breaking down this artificial intelligence and one thing they said was um it's never going to be humans versus artificial intelligence they don't feel like that's where we're going and i agree i don't think it's going to be humans versus artificial intelligence but one thing I do agree upon is that it will be humans that use artificial intelligence versus the humans who don't. So if you ain't out here using AI for your things to help you out with your stuff, you're going to be in the dust. That is something I do agree in, 
right? We're not going to have to run around and be cyborgs and get artificial intelligence packs or whatever you want to think about in some crazy futuristic world. But we're going to have to learn how to embrace the aspect of artificial intelligence to help us move to the next level. Now, things you could think of that you might want to think more into to see how we can grasp the ethics of it is, could you imagine like in 10 years from now, you're listening to the Grammys and the people that are winning the Grammys are people that are like, yo, I wrote the best prompt for this song. These are the Grammys, not even the artists. So where do we go as a society about the music we want? The one thing I will say is that we will ask people to give us what we want. We will also be conditioned by those same peoples to do what they want us to do. So where do we go with that? Right. Think about it. In the supermarket, there were used to be times where there were a small organic section. You wanted to get eggs or something. You didn't even care about no organic eggs because it was like thirty dollars. Right. Crazy prices. Now you can go to that same location. And get those or look at those organic eggs and it can still be that crazy number, especially now with the egg price is crazy. And you're fighting yourself to think, well, these are bad eggs, but they're not as bad. Right. I will still get the closest to the organic. This whole area is stores organics because the public wanted organic. And that is how we need to look about when it comes to things that we want as a society and what they will give us. So do we want artificial intelligence and in music? We may say, no, we're fighting it. We're fighting it. Or you may say, yo, this new song by Hove sounds dope. And you know it's not Hove, but you're liking the sound of it. Or this Travis Scott song, or this Cardi B song, or this Meg Thee Stallion, or this, this you know, Nicki Minaj. You could be any artist. And you might, as a person, is like, yo, I made this cool prompt. Listen to this Nicki Minaj song I made. Now, I don't think the public wants that. I, I, this is my opinion. I don't really feel like the public is going to want that, but it could happen. So you need to keep your ears open and your eyes open to the aspects of how things change, right? There was times of people, you couldn't catch a person walking outside without an authentic jersey on. Now there's tons of replicas. So that could happen. I don't think so, but it could happen. There's lots of areas in artificial intelligence that we're transforming to and we're going to, that we have to fully understand the aspects of it. And in reality, as a society, we're gonna be the ones that make the decisions. If we want it, we will embrace it. If we don't want it, you don't gotta worry about it because they won't give it to us or we'll neglect it. So what are we gonna do? In my opinion, I don't think we want it. I think what's going to happen, and maybe, listen, I could be that old man talking about the kids, stop kicking the ball on my lawn. But I really feel the difference between artificial intelligence and the actual thing is the authenticity nature of the person who made it. If you think about it, when a person makes a song that has a soul to it, it's about that person's experience and the things they went through. When you listen to artificial intelligence, it's a prompt. It's authentic. You go look at a painting, right? At the museum. Oh, this is a dope painting created by Pete Moldrin or, you know, Picasso or whoever. You're like, yo, that's the original one. You could take that replica and put it in the house. Does it give you the same feeling? Or is it just like a replica? Ah, it's whatever. It's a replica. People know it's a replica. Nobody's looking at it serious. So where do we go? 
One way to solve it, make NFTs. Yo, people make fake songs, they get no NFT. If people make a real song, they get an NFT. Simple way to fix it, right? NFTs will fix this problem. Now, that's a way to combat it. Another way to fix it is the loss. And the second way to fix it is the loss. But keep in mind, the ways that this will be changed comes directly from the public's outcry on it. Because if the public doesn't have an outcry on it, the people who control this system will not put regulations on it until they figure out a way to make investments off of it. Weed ain't legal in every state. You know why? Because those states ain't figured out how to make investments off of it. But the states that figured out how to make investments off of it, that got the system set up, made it legal. Because now they make money off of it. So, what are they, what are they going to do? They're going to use this. It's capitalism. They're going to keep using this to make money off of it and figure out ways to make money off of this. And when they figure out the way to make money off it, they're regulating. And then you're going to have to pay to use it. And they're going to make more money off of it. So it's always going to be money made on the back end. But as a society, if we do a crazy public outcry for it, it will stop. Regulation only stops when we do the outcry for it. If we don't outcry for it and we keep embracing it, the government won't regulate it until they can make enough money off of it that makes sense. And that's, that's it. And I hope you enjoyed this show. I hope you listened to the aspects of it. I know this is a little bit more intellectual in aspects of things I, I tend to not do. But it was just for me to give you aspects of where we're going with AI. Uh, definitely check out more of my shows. I got lots of them, man. I'm breaking down everything um, when it comes down to this hip-hop game. But yo, if you enjoyed this, subscribe if you really want to hear more of me you follow me on all my, my my sites you know rhythm and poetry but yeah thanks for listening and i appreciate it as always peace